Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Charlton Live. This is the big match review. Review? I still haven't decided what we're calling this one because we haven't actually got a game to look forward to, but it's a game to look back at. Yesterday's Golders Draw uh, with Fulham here at the Valley. My name is Louis Mendes. Joining me here in the studio to look back at that game uh, with the West Londoners over on my right hand side. Tom, you're looking very down. Thanks. Yep. Literally, for some reason, Tom and Nathan are <laughs> sitting really low in their chairs. What are you doing? Just don't keep ourselves amused. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, they're just laughing at the fact that they're sitting slightly low so in the chair. So childish. Uh, Mr. Childish number two, Nathan, desperately trying to get back up to yep, a regulation height. Nathan, how are you? Yeah, living the dream, mate. Yeah, yeah good, good point yeah. yesterday. So, uh, got a couple of days off, weekend off for a change. Yeah, nice, yeah. lovely. A good point yesterday, and you two are about to make loads of excellent points on tonight's Charlton yeah. Live. Uh, on tonight's show, then, we'll uh, look back at that game with Fulham. We're going to hear the highlights of the game. Of course, we're going to hear from Lee Bowyer, uh, the Addicts boss, who's finally signed uh, an extension to his contract as well, a three-year uh, extra uh, deal uh, for the Addicts boss. We'll hear from him on yesterday's game uh, and on his deal. Uh, I have to say, it's one of Terry's best interviews with him. He's in a really relaxed mode. Uh, it comes out with some good stuff plus something really funny happens halfway through so we're <laughs> looking forward to that um, we'll hear from Josh Cullen as well the midfielder made his return from injury during yesterday's game we'll hear what Josh made of the performance and uh, how happy he is that Lee Bay has signed a new contract we'll probably, we probably might hear about 20 seconds from Scott Parker as well later on because I asked him what it felt like to be back at the Valley um, and uh, I thought you might be interested in that so um, before we hear the highlights um, also you can get in touch as well actually if you want to have your say on this evening's show you can email us studio at Charlton Live .co.uk. You can tweet us at Charlton Live or you can head over to the Charlton Live forum to have your say. Uh, on this evening's show, uh, like I say, it's a um, it's a weird one because normally it's the big match preview on a Thursday. I've gone for the big match review because it just meant changing one letter on the tweet. <laughs> uh, so we're looking back at yesterday's game. Get in touch. Uh, we won't be here on Sunday, of course, with no game being played over the weekend. So before we hear the highlights, Tom... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, first clean sheet in 16 games as well, 17 games, I should say, um, which feels big as well. A bit of a let-off at one at one point with the corner. Uh, but overall, we defended quite well and we sort of went, went for it a bit towards the end. We, on another day, we might have created a couple more chances. Yeah, I think that we, we know we need wins, but I don't think any of us would have expected one of the wins to come from, from the game against Fulham. I think there's better opportunities next month. Um I thought it was a brilliant performance. Me and Naif both said when we left the game yesterday, the the structure and the discipline in in our defending yesterday was absolutely brilliant. The the shape and the the way we forced them out wide was just so so good. And the concentration levels to keep that up, we've talked about especially early in the second half when we fall asleep to manage to keep that up for ninety minutes plus. I thought was was unbelievable. Um, and for Parker to come out after the game and say we'd set up defensively. Now obviously we're not gonna try and go for it against a team like that but you've got the likes of Green and Williams and Ostermer and bringing Lyle on as well I thought we had some attacking threat out there so yeah. I don't think we look we sat back and we let them have the ball 
But um, we had our chances as well, and on another day, maybe could have even got three yeah. points. Yeah, to say we played for a draw, which Scott Parker did say at one point, I don't think that was fair. Sure, we soaked up a lot of pressure, yeah. but we've done that away from home at times. We've done it at home at and times. You have even, to against yeah, a team like them. Even the Derby game, we, we actually soaked up a fair bit of pressure before hitting them on, on the counter-attack. Nath, um, mm. yeah, we, we had chances towards the end, but like I say, the <laughs> defensive solidity, which there was a couple of lapses. Let's not, let's not gloss over that, but it was it was clearly much better than it has been recently. Yeah, I think so. Like, just sort of backing up what Tom said, really, the discipline of it. Force it. I mean, the big thing for me is when, obviously, Mitrovic went start and they played with Bobby Reid as like a false nine. So, looking at the team, you always knew they were gonna, we were going to force them out wide and they were going to try and cut in, which is where Pratters and um, I thought Josh Cullen come in and obviously the full-backs had to tuck in quite narrow. Um, and they couldn't... We could have forced them out wide and they could have tried to whip it in a box but had no target, man. So, we, we was, it was quite predictable on what they were going to do. But... I think in comparison to other weeks as well, I thought the middle of midfield, I know, you know, Josh had a really good game, but we didn't get cut open as much in the middle like we did in our last home game, which I thought we were a bit too open. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like uh, Tom said, you ain't, we ain't going to sit there and go gung-ho against Fulham. They're still a good, you know, they're a very neat side. And when they were in the Premiership and they were in the relegation, they didn't go Man City and just try and win a game 4 or 5 nil because they'll get battered. So, and we still had... Quite, you know, Josh versus game for a while, Ostomer's first game. And like Tom said, with the subs, it's refreshing to be able to have three changes and you've got Lyle Taylor, Green and Williams coming on, which is good signs. Mm, excellent stuff. Right, let's have a quick listen to the uh, the brief highlights from last night's game then. Uh, of course, your commentators over on Valley Pass were Greg Stubbley and Terry Smith. It'll be Josh Cullen to go out to underneath the scoreboard to swing this in. Pull them everybody back inside their penalty area. Trump with three or four players hovering around the edge. Now the ball sent in. It's a deep one. It's going to be easy cleared away by Hector. And it comes to Albi Oil and takes a shot. It's got all the way across. Oh, a flexion. And it's, I think that's hit Jason Pierce and yeah. trickled into the arms of the keeper. Way. Edge of the penalty area. Prattley dives in. He rides the tackle and then a shot blocked away by Lockyer. And Darren Prattley committed himself there and almost handed it on a plate to an arm. McDonald. Halfway inside the Charlton off in his central position. Little one-two with Deckard over Reed. Now he's up to an home. Back to Deckard over Reed. Takes a shot. Oh, and Dylan Phillips has to go to his left. Whether that swerved away from him, I'm not sure. But he took no chances and turned it away for a corner. And Arter has it now for Fulham. Inside the Charlton half. On left of centre. Still Arter. Bringing it forward. Finds Kearney. Kenny tries to send uh, Brian on his way into the penalty area. Takes a shot. Oh, just wide left of the post. That was a whisker away. And Charlton survived probably Fulham's first real a shot in anger. Yeah, well, that's the way forward. Ball drops and Pierce can only control it. And the ball ricochets down to Kenny. Reverse ball finds Decadova Reed inside the penalty area. Shooting opportunity. Decadova Reed straight at Dylan Phillips. He was offside then, Decadova Reed. Definitely offside, but the linesman was nowhere near. Phillips' kick <laughs> does indeed bring the whistle to the mouth of the referees. He blows all half time here at the Valley. Cavallero swings it in. Decent looking delivery towards the far post. It's a free header and it's a wasted opportunity for Hector. Totally free at the far post and guides his head away. That's a sitter. Absolute sitter. Charlton nearly guilty of giving another goal away in the first five minutes of the second half. Left Hector completely on his own. I mean, absolutely freedom of the city in the 
fast still. This near side turns back. Hemet ball to the left. It's a good one to Cullen. Cullen. It's got further left. Is Doughty in the penalty area? Doughty shooting opportunity goes oh. for it. And it's low, but straight out. Rodak. Um, Rodak, should I say, made the save. And Fulham now roll the ball out immediately to Kearney. Ball to Hemet, and uh, he's just missed the first one, but he might get the second one. He's pulled back now. Has the referee got an answer? Oh, oh I tell you what. My first reaction is foul, but it's just whether it's inside the penalty area or not. Dirty into the penalty area on the right-hand side. Just holding him up at the minute. Back his head back towards somebody into the penalty area. Shooting oh, oh, and he's got underneath it and away into the, the covered in. Opportunity spurn, but Charlton asking questions of towards Hector. Lockyer will jump and gets there as well. It will drop to Doherty, who's going to send Taylor on his way down that right-hand side. What a clearance that is, and Taylor picks it up right side of the penalty area. He's got Williams across there, and oh, just touched away from Williams in. by Christie. Otherwise, that would have been a certain goal. What a ball in. What a ball in for Taylor. That was outstanding. Can't have an opportunity here. It's a couple of yards inside the right-hand touchline, adjacent to the corner of the Fulham penalty area on the right side. In it comes into the box. Taylor's there. Pierce's there with a header. It's just skied off his head. And that's the full-time whistle. Fairly even game, you've got to say, here at the Valley between Charlton and Fulham. There we go, then. That was the highlights of uh, the goalless draw with Fulham. Only brief. I mean, there weren't too many chances, if we're, if we're being honest, for, for either side, which is good, really, because Fulham are a team that, you know, they try to pass you to death. 68 possession they had according to the BBC Sport website yesterday that was at 71% in the first half I'm surprised we didn't get a bit more back actually in that second half because it did feel like certainly in the in, in the closing stages that we started to really grow into that when we've made a, a few subs but the, the the main point when you're playing Fulham is they're going to try and pass you to death you've got to make sure you stay in your shape you stay organized and restrict them to what was mainly long-range efforts we saw a couple where they got into the penalty area but overall we seem to do our job which is something we ain't really done too often recently yeah you said a little bit earlier there were a couple of lapses in concentration obviously we heard in the highlights there that header early in the second half one of their best chances but on the whole I think you're right we restricted them to very little um Dill's made a couple of good saves but he's going to have to do that in a lot of games because of the side we are in the league we are um and that's you know what he's there to do so yeah, I thought it was a, a very accomplished performance and Nafe said it earlier, the, the difference Cullen makes, it's unreal how much, I wouldn't say necessarily we're reliant on him, but just how much difference he makes when he's in the side because that defence just looks so much more solid with him in front. And again, like Nafe said, the shape kind of lent itself to to that kind of narrow, restrictive formation. But without Cullen there, I think it would have been a very different game. And he just adds so much as that shield in front of the back four and is able to just turn around possession so quickly. I was pleased to see Albi start as well. I thought him and Ozzy played pretty well, um, especially Ozzy considering it's his first game, full game back. So, yeah, there are a lot of positives to take. As I said right at the start, I know we do need wins, but I think there are opportunities over the next few weeks against the likes of Barnsley and Stoke to maybe try and get some of those. But, you know, someone like Fulham come into our place, it's, it's not going to be a, an easy game and... To get another point off one of the top five, the record against the top five has been doing the rounds today, it is very solid and yet again goes back to that point we made in the early parts of this season. We can compete with those top teams and it's partly down to the injuries, but if we were able to put away a few of the teams around us, then this season would, would be very different. Yeah, I put the stat out on my match report last night. I think it's seven games against the top five uh, we've played so far this season and we remain unbeaten in those, which is strange, but it shows we've got a, a game plan that can work against some of the 
the the more uh, the more affluent sides in this division. Uh, Tom mentioned Josh Cullen there. He, he and mentions he, he provides that shield. I guess with the energy he has in the in in front of that back four, which it was last night. He, he can be in places which means that they don't find themselves getting dragged out of their position and all of a sudden getting ripped apart. Yeah, I think um, I think the thing with Josh is he provides a pivot. I mean, the first half yesterday, you had Kevin McDonald who sat there for Fulham and everything was going through him and he was just that pivot going left, right. And I think we lack that in since Josh has been out. We lack that person to be at the base and start, to start the attacks going forward because what we was doing is going a lot more direct and into the channels, whereas Josh provides... Obviously, the like Tom said, the defensive sort of stability um, at, the, at, the, at the base. But he's an outlet that he doesn't mind the ball in tight places, and and he can start things out left and right, or he can go longer. He can run with the ball, and he's just his overall energy. Because like Tom said, I think if we if he wasn't there to maintain that amount of press pressing and concentration, we would have had you know if Albi was sitting there, or I mean, would have had Pratt in there. But it would have been a different game, and I don't think we probably would have got a point yesterday if I'm honest mm. if Josh weren't there I'm not it's a lot of, put a lot on his shoulders but I really I really think that but um but yeah overall it was a, it was a good solid point and I'm glad Josh is back now because you like Tom said again you can really see the difference when he's in it yeah uh we'll hear from Josh Cullen uh, later on in in the show uh, of course I mean we started off quite brightly actually won a, won a couple of corners I think Albie had that 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 ball went into the middle that um, that the sort of in the end deflected into the arms of Rodak and then but the, uh, then the game settled into the, the pattern that you'd expect Fulham enjoying plenty of possession uh, Deckard over Reed having a, a couple of opportunities that, that Dylan made saves from I think it was Brian as well who had that one across the face of the goal that was probably their best chance mm. uh, in the first half but like I say for a team that that, that does feel like they, they they can create at will um, to, to, to restrict them to that I think Bowes would have been quite pleased with yeah definitely and as you just said there, you expect them to come here and have chances, even without someone like Mitrovic and without Knockart as well. But you go back to that defensive display, and obviously Naif and myself both sit in the, the uh, north stand, so obviously we're behind the defenders in that, that first half. And you watch them, and the defenders were out, and they were pressing, and then the minute they got out of their zone, they were dropping back and allowing Cullen and Prattley to do their work in front of them. And then as soon as the players came back into their little zone again, they'd go out, they'd press them, they'd push them back out. The uh, the fullbacks were dropping in, remaining tight. As soon as they switched it across, they were all shuffling across, closing them down, and we just kept doing that. And as I say, it it was just f- for me as a as a football fan, I really enjoyed watching it. I know some people might disagree because you want fast, free flowing football and, and loads of goals, and of course I, I like to see that as well. But to see that organisation and to see it working, particularly considering how many goals we've conceded in recent games. It's just comforting to know that actually they can still do it. Um, we'd mentioned Pierce the other week as someone who has perhaps found the championship a bit of a struggle, um, particularly with his kind of physical approach to the game. But I thought he handled handled it well as well yesterday. I thought Matthews, who's another one who's come under not a little bit of pressure, but he's a bit, we don't really know what he's about. Purrington obviously dropped out of the side. I thought they all handled it really, really well. Um, and like Nave says, then we had the likes of Albie and Josh that when the they could get the ball they would turn on it and look to go forwards as well rather than just lumping it long so yeah you're right there was a a very clear pattern to that first half but it was a pattern that I felt we were relatively comfortable in and and they got through a couple of times as you say but behind them they've got Dylan Phillips who you know doesn't let a lot past him that he should save I think a lot of the goals you know as I say we have conceded a fair few recently but if you look back there aren't many that you'd put down to a mistake from him I don't think Mm, yeah certainly not um obviously we were boosted before kickoff as well a couple of hours before about it by the news, Nath, that, that Lee Bowie had finally signed that, that three-year mm. deal. 
Um, you know, there's been talk over the last couple of weeks, five years is going to be five. Uh, you know, spoke to Bo after yesterday and he said, you know, three years is much more realistic. That's where he should be. No one wants to sign a five-year deal. Uh, they, they found, they, they, they negotiated and found something that worked for them. Now, I'd say that that's, that's been hanging over us a little bit the last couple of weeks. People have been wondering why it hasn't happened. And you can feel, you could almost, the, the, the boost in the stadium was almost palpable yesterday. Yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, Brian gave, um, gave him a little little introduction didn't he when he come out the tunnel and rightly so and um and the fans sounded their appreciation i think it's just, it's just we could just draw a line under it now i think obviously you'll probably hear later in terms of Bo, but he's probably relieved now that he ain't gonna be asked it um so he said, yes, he said to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah so like uh yeah no it's good and i think it draws a line under it i think it, i know a lot of people may disagree but i think it's a massive pull for players because if you think about it, if you're a player and you know that Bowie wants you but then he's only got six months. They might get a new manager and like they don't fancy you. And then you've moved all your family back. You know what I mean? It's little things like that. I think it'll be a big pull now. He's got a longer deal, but proof of being the pudding, isn't it? We might not end up selling anyone. <laughs> I've said that really. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I hope it does. And I hope, you know, everyone's working hard. I hope it proves it now. Like I said, draw a line under it. Get Jack Owen Marshy done. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, a couple of penalty, penalty shouts yesterday, Tom. I feel them. I think it would be extremely harsh on Alfie Doughty, but the ball when it went before he went on that barnstorming run that was almost the length of the pitch, he handled it inside the area. The ball just bounced up awkwardly and hit him sort of on the lower arm. And I mean, in in the current the, the current reading of the rule, I don't think that's a penalty because it wasn't remotely deliberate from him. If he was an attacker doing that and it hit his hand, then it would be a, a free kick against him for uh, inadvertent use of the hand because it would have given him an advantage. Uh, the other one was for Tom Hemmed. Um I mean. A slight disparity between my tweet and and the club's tweet. I thought there was nothing in it. Oli was convinced that Hemed was uh, was murdered inside the penalty area. You, your views on that one? Pretty much the same as Boya, to be honest. Everybody else started shouting about it, so I thought, well, if everybody else is, I'll give it a go as well. But um, I think the fact that I reacted in that way suggests deep down I didn't I didn't think it was. It was just a bit of a coming together, really. He went down a little bit easily, um, so no, I think that would have been harsh. As would the one against Alfie as well, because. As you say, I saw it bounce up and I thought, I think that might have struck his hand. But then he was off down the pitch and I was like, referee's not bringing that back. So a bit of a sigh of relief with that one. But no, I think either would have been harsh. He, was, he didn't give much the ref yesterday. There were a lot of sort of quite hard 50-50 challenges, players going down, Prattley doing his little shield of the ball and go down plenty of times. And the ref weren't giving him any free kicks at all, it didn't seem. Mm, yeah, which is uh, unusual, I guess, for him. I'm positive towards the end like I say when, once the, the lights of Johnny came on and, and uh, Lyle Taylor Andre Green uh, I think Andre was probably a bit quiet actually thinking about it but the the other two coming on certainly added a, a little bit of something to us as we started pushing we saw a shot over from Oz Toomer we saw that chance for Alfie Doughty sort of at the near post and then uh, in the, in that dying stages that ball that Taylor was curving behind the defence and you're thinking that Johnny was going to pick it up at the far post um, and, it, and it's cut out well brilliant challenge actually by the Fulham man to, to put it behind I think for a corner in the end but it just shows that as we said earlier now that we're able to actually bring on some of these quality players and you imagine they're going to be starting games sooner rather than later as well we're almost getting back to to strength now, and and that I mean that's what's been so desperately lacking. Imagine if we'd scored a winner last night. I mean it would have felt like that everything's finally coming up Millhouse in terms in in terms of Charlton because it's, it just feels like with the, the contract players coming back now we can start to try and get back to our early season form or at least something resembling it. Just make sure we get the points to get over the line. Yeah, slowly but surely we'll be you know we'll be coming back and. You know, Bose did say, and this is the thing why you don't want to go and sign 10 players, you know, because we have got good players that are nearing back to full fitness. We just need to make sure they stay fit. (laughs) 
not come off after 12 minutes but no. um yeah no we just need to just make sure they keep fitting and that's what i was surprised even though well I was surprised he made Josh start, well, do the 90, because I thought he was going to bring someone well, on. That wasn't the plan. The but, plan, Albie Morgan was uh, due to last night, he started cramping up. Josh yeah. was going to come off, but uh, Albie started picking up cramp. Uh, right. uh, so Albie had to come off, he said, and Josh sense. had to last. But at the same time, yeah, I remember no. on um, uh, on Saturday, before we found out that Cullen had had, have a, had a slight knockback, I was saying... I was saying to people, I reckon Josh will start today because the same thing happened last year when he'd been out for three months with his shoulder injury. He came back and he started the next game and lasted, I believe he probably lasted the majority of the 90 minutes. So I thought he has that in him. Mm-hmm. Um, as Bo says, the boy's an absolute machine with his with his energy uh, in that midfield. Right, so I mean, we look at it as a point, um, probably dented Fulham's chances of getting into that top two. Uh, puts a little bit of pressure, I guess, on Leeds and West Brom who are struggling. But for us, it, it's, it's now six points again. The gap down to... 22nd place Barnsley who of course are next up here at the Valley if we can get if we can get a win hmm. there I mean that's going to be a huge game but even even if we don't as long as we don't lose I mean we keep that nice gap above the relegation zone I mean psychologically any any point we gain to widen that gap above Barnsley uh, we're going to loot and is massive for us it's exactly what we said when we left the ground on yesterday that if we can beat Barnsley obviously it's six points at the moment isn't it to make that nine points would, would be absolutely massive um just don't lose it basically even if we get a point I think we'll be all right but as I said earlier looking into February I think there are a lot of games in February that we could look at and think do you know what I think we can get something Blackburn at home I think possible Stoke away I know Stoke is traditionally a tough place to go but they're not been the best team this season Barnsley at home definitely one we have to target Um, and I think with the players coming back I mean a few of them obviously already back now and with some time to really get fit over the next week uh, 10 days Lights of Anike and people coming back as well. I think the squad just looked so much better last night. When that team sheet came out, I was out with uh, Lewis um, before the game and the team came out and we were just, it was so much better to see that bench like that. And, and again, that's no discredit to all those youngsters that have come in and, and handled themselves really well. But we just needed the likes of Taylor and Green and Williams players like that to be able to bring off the bench and actually try and change a game. So that was refreshing to see. So... Yeah, I, I feel like I've been pretty positive about it throughout all of this anyway. And, you know, I'm still not too concerned about, about relegation. But I think now we've started to get the players back that can back that back that confidence up. And we still still do need a few more over the next 10 days. But I think we're, we're in so much better shape now going into the second half of the season. Yeah, certainly. All right, special mention, of course, for our very own Lewis Cat, who took part in the crossbar challenge yesterday and let us down. Uh, as he always does, uh, he was—he uh, came close. To be fair, it wasn't a bad effort, but he still missed because I, I was assuming he was going to share that four and a half grand out amongst us uh, for for being Almost his friends. Certainly, yeah, yeah. But he decided <laughs> not to. Uh, right, let's have a listen to what Lee Bayer said—a bit of a feature-length interview. This is with uh, with Terry. But like I say Bose was in a really good place yesterday. Signed his three-year deal. Got an excellent point against Fulham as well. Uh, he came in to speak to Terry uh, after the match yesterday. Uh, the Addicts boss was very happy with the display that he got from his side. Only one point. Could have maybe nicked three, but I think overall I'd probably say we deserved a point. Um, did we deserve all three? No, but there's been times then we did deserve more and got nothing. So I would have grabbed three in a heartbeat, but um, but I'm I'm happy with one, and and you won't hear me say that very often. So to to play against a top top Fulham side with the the quality of player that they've got and coming off the bench to draw them tonight 
I think um, with still not our, our full side that we can go out full strength again it just shows that credit to the players they give everything every time they step on the pitch and people you'd have said before the game people have said not a chance we're going to get anything but this is what we do we surprise teams and we play the formation that we ain't really played before um, so yeah I, I thought I thought it was a very good professional performance and, and we had to be patient at times and we had to let them keep the ball because unfortunately like they're, they're in third place should be pushing for promotion and uh, we're not that high so we have to respect them and, and, and allow them to pass the ball at times because if you don't that's what they're waiting for they're waiting for how do I put it uh, uh, what, did, what did he used to say a dummy so Graham Soonish used to say look teams look to find who the dummy is so if someone has fallen asleep that's what they tried tonight like that, that's what they do they keep moving it moving it and then someone falls asleep that's when they hurt you that didn't happen to us tonight and uh I thought, I thought the lads were excellent. Continuing on the game, I mean, you, uh, fans would have turned up today. They would have obviously been in good moods anyway with the other news, and we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, they come back, uh, see the team sheet, see Josh Cullen starting, which uh, would have probably surprised a few. Um, the players back on the bench, who, who we've been missing, Lyle Taylor one, obviously Williams continuing his comeback, Tommy Hemming mm. starting. Uh, certainly look better, look stronger. But even so, you still the likes of Alfie Dirty and Albie Morgan in the starting eleven, yeah. and still putting a performance like Alfie Dirty was immense and was everywhere. I mean, so probably with a bit more composure, probably could have had a couple himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just that final bit of quality in the final third, you know, and and that's the difference between whether you play at the top or you don't. Uh, he's a nineteen-year-old kid that has, I have to say, he's been outstanding um, since he's come into the side. He's playing on merit. He's done nothing wrong. Um, yes, in the final third tonight, I'm thinking, ah, oh, just relax. When you get there, he just needs to relax. You know, it's like still that hundred mile an hour to get him there. Then he needs to just relax and then and just slide the ball across a couple of times. But listen, he's being ultra picky. Kid was excellent. That in possession, out possession, worked his socks off. Um, he's learning the game. So fair play to him. I thought, I thought he was outstanding. Must be also delighted with the uh, you know the solidity of the of the team. Uh, first half probably an even affair with chances for both sides, half chances probably. But mm. second half really, apart from the Hector free header at the far side of the six yard box, would probably uh, give you nightmares later. But uh, apart from that, um, not too much trouble, Dylan Phillips. No, no. They uh, and that, that I wasn't happy with that because the, we showed them, Jacko showed them that same corner that they'd done against Middlesbrough four nights ago, five nights ago, whatever it was. They'd done exactly the same and missed that one as well. So, um, but I think someone gets blocked. Someone must get blocked for that fella to be spare and free. Someone's getting blocked somewhere. So it is a foul, but don't get blocked. That's what I say. So I wasn't happy. They had a score from that. Wow. I don't know. I, don't, I tried to think, but most important thing is that we've got a clean sheet. Clean sheet, like Josh Cullen coming back into the side, it's, just, it's immense. Is it, is it a coincidence that a top side like that haven't had as many chances against us because he's just come back into the side? He's worked great there, man. The things he breaks up, him and Prattley together, I thought they was, they was immense in the middle of the park. 
And the crowd uh, responded in kind. Uh, they were hearing mm. their numbers again, and uh, they would have come to the Valley with the news, obviously, that uh, you've signed the, the new contract, which has given everybody, certainly in the stadium, a lift, uh, and by the looks of it, the club as well. So it's uh, all good news, all positive news, everybody arriving at the Valley uh, this evening. Yeah. Um, they're a part of me staying. They're a part of me signing the contract. Um, I did say that I'll we're going to go on this journey and, and, and I wasn't lying you know um, I'm not being stalled in nothing the, the contract got delivered to me yesterday afternoon my agent said right I've got your contract okay go for it make sure it's all done go for all the whatever you need to do I want it doing tomorrow okay Lee boom 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 yep tomorrow is today perfect yep do it before the game let's lift the place let's all come back together and and, and get going again and I've just said that to the players look here we go now from there you're going to have a couple of days off now from there we are going to start going on a run we've got players back like this is it from now to the end of the season now we're going to kick on and different atmosphere as well because obviously your country signed we're assuming uh, the backroom staff uh, will, will follow suit and uh, yeah. going forward you've got as you say you've got the rest you've got players coming back and the ability to sign some players uh, must give you uh, well, it's a different feeling isn't it? <laughs> going into the next couple of weeks yeah and and that's a part of the reason why I, I stayed as well you know there's a there's, like I said before many a time it's like a puzzle all these different puzzles players are, are a puzzle and and, and obviously I, I've met the chairman on a, on a few occasions and the things he's saying I, I liked um, going to build the club again uh, so I want to be part of that You've got a group of fans that don't stop singing home and away, travel up and down the country. Got a group of players that give me absolutely everything, no matter who it is on, on, on the pitch every week. I've got great staff around me. So this, why would I not want to stay here and, and be part of this? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm three years and I'm looking forward to, to moving it forward. You and the players have experienced uh, the highs. Uh, obviously towards the end of last season <laughs> naturally uh, but also this season the beginning of it uh, you said at the beginning of the season of course we're going to be a, you know, people are expecting us to be in a relegation fight and mm. uh, it stands to reason we might be mm. at the beginning of the season we didn't see that you've experienced no. a little bit of it now I bet you'll yeah. be uh, quite happy that you don't experience it again yeah uh, in this time I've been in charge I've learnt a hell of a lot a hell of a lot to, to try and manage a team 23, 24 man squad and lose 15 of them that's tough and, and you're asking young lads that ain't ready to go and do what they're doing and then right Saturday Tuesday, Saturday Tuesday, like, come on lads you've got to now re-pick yourselves up and we've got to go again and you've just lost but don't worry like put my arm around him, you know, and then the next one, oh, give him a bollocking. Like that ain't good enough. Push, get him blood out of a stone. Like to get to go and draw against West Brom, draw against Fulham, beat Bristol City. Like some of the results we've we've had, it's been exceptional. Of course, we ain't got as many points as that. I, after the first eight nine games, I expected us. Okay, we've got a, we're all right here. Like this is. This, this is going to be okay. And then obviously all the injuries has come all at once. But the most important thing is that for us that we stick together and we have. 
and we've grinded out stuff. <coughs> staff announcement, staff announcement. Please note that... <laughs> Someone didn't write it down. <laughs> um, yeah, so most important thing is that... Staff announcement, please note that normal fire alarm procedures are now in place. Thank you. Forgot what she had to say. I'm ruining it. Four, it's four words. One, four words she had to say. It was tough, wasn't it? Bloody hell. Um, basically, we just got to stick yeah. together and, 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 and keep fighting, keep fighting, and, and, and moving on. So, uh, yeah. I think uh, tonight's uh, the crowd have been immense uh, all season and, and last, of course. But I think yeah. uh, tonight there was something different about it. I think tonight we were talking about journeys. Tonight, I think the crowd sensed with your contract being signed, with players coming back, they actually feel the journey's going to start again. That's the way it felt for me tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm getting excited yeah. when I'm seeing these players coming back. I've seen them training Monday, Tuesday, and it's like, wow, here we go. Like, you, you, I can feel it, I can see it. Like, there's competition for places. When there's competition for places, they push each other every day. When you push each other every day, the quality gets higher. You ain't got to play them and kill them every single game, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Like you can rotate a little bit. Come in, you know, you've done great. Come out, have a little rest. Go on, you go in there. Wow, I'm, I'm excited. Trust me. So the um, but the fans again, like unreal tonight. Didn't stop singing all night again. And at the end there, I was thinking. I said to Jacko when we had that free kick, like the crab. I said to Jack, if we score now, the place is going to erupt. <laughs> But unfortunately for us, we didn't. But uh, but yeah, they they kept singing it. They're, they're a credit to the football club, you know. Same as the players. Players are the fans. Are, everyone plays different parts to to take clubs in 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 the right direction. And and ours are excellent. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cullen trying to take his man on. Chip ball back across, Bowers there, pierces there, Bowers with a header, and it's John! Yes! 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 Oh, he's got Oh, Patrick Barr! The absolute German beauty! Woo! Dreamland! John has scored! With seconds remaining! We've done it all! Gets in! Come on! What a time to be a hero! Here at Wembley! Oh my word! Oh my word! Charlton Live. Uh, 
welcome back. This is Charlton Live, the big match review on your Thursday yeah. evening, looking back at yesterday's game uh, with Fulham here at the Valley. That was Lee Bayer, uh, who was kind enough to come in to uh, speak to Terry after the game. You could tell he was in a good mood because normally when the alarm goes off or the announcement goes off, he's fuming, but he's, uh, he found it funny yesterday when uh, someone forgot their line halfway through. Um, obviously in a, in, a, in a good mood and great to see he signed that free in uh, deal now. Hopefully uh, the, the first bit of stability that, that we need uh, and things will continue uh, in that vein. Let's have a look at some of the messages that came in uh, over the course of the last 24 hours. They're my only desire. I said it was a great result to get a point off a good Fulham side. It's not a coincidence that Cullen came back in and we kept a clean sheet. Right, Hendrick uh, says, a uh, great point last night, but questions have got to be asked about Dylan Phillips in goal. He gives the ball away too much with his terrible kicking. Uh, Nathan, you got your head in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh, he's entitled to it. I don't, yeah, you know, yeah, his kicking's not great, but if he was that great, he'd be at Man City, wouldn't he? But he's the first goalie to eat, reach 100 saves. But yeah, yeah, but you know, he's not, he's not, he's not paid to keep the ball out of the net, is he? But you know, never mind. Yeah. But I'll say, I'll, I'll just say that I disagree with that comment. But yeah. life goes on. Yeah. But you know, you, come on, come on, have art, mate. Right. <laughs> I oh, know, yeah, I know he's kicking and I'm holding back here. He's going. <laughs> I ain't, ain't going to lose it this time. I've got in trouble once before. I ain't doing it again. Nah, but... No, but... Well, no, I mean, what know, do you... I mean, everyone's entitled to, but I think you look at where he's come from. That Sunderland game, he's the first goalie. He's, he's in the top three of saves, distribution... Not, not, he's not his distribution, no. He's catching, coming for crosses. I remember he never used to come for a cross. Yeah. Never. He commands a box. Yeah, his kicking can be better, but... That was one that Did got me on uh, you know on, on Saturday when we got beat by Preston. So I saw someone tweeting that Dylan should have come out for the corner that Bauer headed in about 15 yards <laughs> out. I was like, come on, you did <laughs> We're playing monkey rush, are we? But I know he needs to improve his distribution. Yeah, of course he does. But every player in our team has got a flaw. Otherwise, they wouldn't be playing for Charlton, would they? Yeah, no, exactly. But, that's a really it, dour way to look at it, but it's the, it's the truth, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, Robert says, uh, take our first nil-nil yesterday. All day long, a team in third with all their quality. Great battling performance from us uh, with bodies clearly coming back. We should be up to a 90% fully fit squad by February and ready to go again. That's a very good point. Uh, Rob, thanks for, for getting involved. Dev says, uh, I'll keep this short. Keep May 2023. The journey continues. Sounds like a, it sounds like he's bringing out a film or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, are you confident that we're going to be in that playoff final with Leeds, like I've said? Absolutely not. No, no yeah. chance of that. But um, no, I think we'll stay up though, and that's the important thing. But um, no, nah, we're, we're not going to make the playoffs, are we? No, nah, nah, well, we never know. Uh, Anthony uh, Henderson, evening. Anthony says, with Marcus Madison uh, in advance talks, do you think that we could get him in? Uh, I can only dream uh, that Ivan Tony could follow as well. Bo's signing his contract must be a difference, though. Uh, your thoughts and great listening as usual, guys. Onwards and upwards. Yeah, cheers for Anthony. Yeah, I noticed uh, someone from Sky tweeted about Marcus today saying we're getting closer again I don't know I don't know what to read into that I imagine there, there will be business done before the end of the window um, and obviously we've had a bid accepted for Marcus Madison we were told it was going to be put on ice but the sky seem to think that something's changed uh, yeah I mean I always say the same when it's on official site you know the media team here will let everyone know it's also here saying until it's done in it but I think Madison uh, I've said it before I think he'll, he'll offer a same difference I know we haven't got for sure um, but it depends if two parties can agree and if Bo wants him and and Steve and Jack want him, then great. But 
Yeah, I'm, I see. I saw the tweet as well, but I just take everything a pinch of salt. You'll always because you've got some little kid sitting in his pants in his bedroom somewhere coming up with like some random players that we'll sign. But it could be. I'm not saying that the case who've done that is, but you know, I just take everything a pinch of salt. So, so, someone who's worked his way up all the way through his career. Yeah, he, he went. Him, he went to journalism school. You know, no, he, no, he got, he's respectable. I'll he got that job others, at Sky. Like. He's probably delighted when he got that job at Sky. <laughs> went to went, went to his parents. It's like, I finally got my big break into. <laughs> Yeah, in, in, into into football journalism, and then old Nathan from Charlton Live saying he's just some kid sitting no, in his pants. He's just no, working not, at home no, one day in his bedroom. No, yeah, I might listen to Charlton Live today. See what they're saying about my exclusive with Madison. No, he's, he's obviously they really respect him. I'm talking about the randoms that's you know the ones who nick people's stories and just put two and two <laughs> we together. We all know, but yeah. yeah, but no, listen. If it is true, then great. If it ain't, then uh, we're on to the next. Yeah, okay. Um, it turns out you were right. I'm gonna get my P45 in the morning. <laughs> Well, so he's, up from Sky. Yeah, he's, he's not going to go to work now. He's, he's definitely going to put some trousers on at least. Uh, uh, what, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, socks. Sarah, Sarah Saunders is laughing her head off. Uh, it says uh, four words uh, she uh, he had to say, or she had to say. I missed that last part uh, because then I couldn't stop laughing, laughing her, her head off at what Bowie had to say. Because uh, that, that, that cracked me up. I heard it earlier and I was thinking I could cut that out. I was like, no, I've got to leave that in. That was really funny uh, from uh, from Lee Bowie. Uh, Tony's saying, oh, not much to talk about today. It certainly is. Ben's uh, tweeted in or emailed in, I should say, during the week saying, have a look at the players that are contract from other teams in the championship. There's some quality there uh, to add in depth yeah I mean that's certainly be something I imagine that'd be more likely to be looked at in the end uh, uh, the summer maybe an out of contract player unless it's someone now we, we could do a deal with the likes of Josh Parker or Johnny Williams who would have their contract cancelled and, and then come in for the rest of the season we saw last week but I'm sure uh, I'm, I'm sure that the lads are working hard behind the scenes there Jordan now Jordan messaged just in on Sunday to talk about uh, Tom Lockyer uh, you'll remember he was displeased with, with a couple of aspects from his game. Now he, he's added to that, says, I admit I was wrong on Saturday. Lockyer had a great game against Fulham today. Uh, a couple of misplaced passes, but that he wasn't the only one, including the Fulham defence. Uh, Pierce really shored up the defence as well. Uh, it was a, a very a good point. Right, uh, email in from Mad Dog Mendonca. <laughs> uh, Louis and the gang, uh, great to see. I love that. <laughs> his real name's Joe. Uh, <laughs> Is that what he calls himself? Yeah. 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 I don't know if Mad Dog Allen has got a, like, a copyright on that name. Mad Dog Mendonca. Yeah, well, Mad Dog it. Mendonca. Love it. It says, Lou and the gang, great to see a clean sheet last night. Uh, but do you think Charlton missed an opportunity by not going for it more in the last 30 minutes? Fulham uh, were there for the taking. Yes, by your ball on the attacking subs. But Dylan took an age to take three kicks uh, and it was apparent they were happy with a draw. Massive games coming up on the horizon and conscious we're better as underdogs rather than having the onus on us to do all the running. Uh, teams below us are going to be targeting us as well massively uh, because of our form. Yeah, I do. I do say there was a bit of slowing the game down a couple of times, but I do. I still think we were. If there was a win to be had, I think we were looking out there to try and take it, weren't we? And we saw that a couple of chances where we went forward, uh, and we had that last free kick right at the very end that that Piercy, uh headed wide. Um, yeah, I mean, and then the next month, as uh, as Mad Dog points out, is massive for us. Yeah, we said that earlier. We've got some absolutely huge games against teams that are down in the bottom half of the table um, and that's where we need to pick our points up ultimately for some of the games like we mentioned about Barnsley the points are effectively double so yeah they're huge um, and we've got I think we've got seven games in, in February so it's a busy month as well we've got obviously Huddersfield I think we've got Wednesday which is going to be a tough game away um, but we've got as I said Blackburn at home Stoke away we've got Barnsley we've got we've got a lot of games and we've got games that I think are winnable um, especially with players coming back I still, as I said earlier, do think we need a couple in. So it's about whether we can get those in over the next week or so. But 
Yeah, I certainly think you go back two, three weeks, we're in such better shape now than we were. And I think that, that performance against Fulham just showed that, you know, with players coming back and the whole atmosphere around the club last night was brilliant after Boya signing that deal as well. Um, so I think we're in a good place. The whole club feels very united and I think that stands us in good stead going into these these next few games. Mm, right, Mark Newbury uh, actually has a, a slightly opposite point of view to what you just said about players. He says, Evening chaps, uh, probably a bit controversial, uh, but I was wondering if we actually need any more bodies. We have competition for all places now and more players returning. Uh, and apart from Gallagher going, we aren't really sure anywhere, possibly fullbacks. Uh, but even then, we have options. To be honest, if we signed Cullen, uh, it would be enough for me. Keep the kids and let them uh, out on loan next season. We replace Lecco with Green, so maybe Vennings and Davison could go out but I'd keep Morgan uh, Doughty and Lapsley here. Uh, cheers, that's from Mark. I mean, I still think we, we probably still need bodies. I mean, I know it feels... I mean, I know almost overnight the squad felt a lot more, a lot stronger with the likes of Lyle, you know, and, and Johnny and Aaron and, and, and so-and-so and Cullen coming back. But, you know, we, we, we still got Albie in there who probably could, could do with a, a break. Uh, you know, doesn't want to be playing every week. Even Alfie won't want to play every week. Um, a bit of quality still to replace the fact that we've lost what three bodies this this month and bought one in. Is that right? Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I think for me, uh, Albie, I think needs to go out alone. I'd keep Alfie for his energy. Um, I f- still think we need someone in the middle. As much as I like Aussie, he's one of those sort of luxury players. I seem to find in the system. He's one of those sort of flary players. Whereas Connor going, we've lost that energy that box I know Josh is back but that box to box sort of player um, so yeah I would still probably get I, I'm hoping for at least two which would be a forward and a central midfielder um, and you know maybe a, maybe a left back as well to give Ben some time And but Alfie I think I'd keep Alfie definitely um, just yeah I just think you can offer something if you're losing you've got a, you've got a lot of pace and you know he's got a lot of endeavour so but yeah I definitely think we need some bodies um, and give Albie and Josh Davison real minutes, you know, let them play 90 minutes Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, you know. Um, still love that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, you know, I know what Mark's saying, but I still think we're a bit short, especially yeah. if we get a couple of, you know, the season's not over yet, you could get another injury, yeah. knowing our track record and it's suspension, so... Mm. Yeah, I mean, of course, we picked up one yesterday. Lewis Page sort of alluded to it earlier. Mm. Um, so frustrating for Lewis and so disappointing. It must be so difficult for him. He's uh, been out for for so long. Uh, gets gets some twenty three minutes about what eight or ten weeks ago. Gets injured in his second game. Mm. Uh, comes back yesterday uh, at the training ground against Palace. Goes off after twelve minutes. So so upsetting for him. It's a hamstring in- injury. Uh, I heard. Uh, you, you never know how long they're going to be with hamstrings, but they're always at least what three, four, five, six weeks, aren't they? They're, it's difficult. Same, probably similar to what McCauley's gone, depending on the uh, the strength of of, of, of the damage. Um, so I feel so bad for him. I feel so so bad for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just absolutely gutted, and I understand people's frustration with him as well, because as fans, for one, you want to see him back because he's a good player, and for two, he's a player that's obviously picking up a wage every week um, and could arguably be filling a pace in the squad. So I do get that. I don't agree with the abuse that's been that been pointed his way. You know, he doesn't choose to get injured like this and injury after injury can't be good not only for his physical health, obviously, but also for his mental health. You know, footballers time and time again talk about how difficult it is to, to deal with an injury and be injured and all the other lads are out there training day after day. Um, and when that's your profession and you're being stopped 
from doing it because your body's letting it down. It, it, it must be so tough for him. Um, and like you said, you go back to that game against Plymouth all the way back at Bowyer's first game and he smashed that goal in, in the first few minutes and we know what he's capable of when he's fully fit and we just haven't seen it enough. And yeah, like you, just gutted for him, obviously wish him all the best. And if we could get him back, it, it would be an asset for sure. Um, just... Yeah, heartbreaking to see him break down like that again. Yeah, real, uh, real shame. Right, let's have a listen to someone who has just come back uh, from injury, uh, Josh Cullen, on loan from West Ham. Um, he was asked uh, yesterday to talk about the game, of course, but also to uh, first of all speak about how pleased he was uh, that Lee Bayer has put pen to paper on that new three-year deal. Yeah, I think it's a, a, a very positive thing for the club. Um, yeah, as players, obviously, you want to be at a, a stable club. Um, and obviously with the, the new owners coming in rewarding Bo with, with what he deserves um, with a long-term contract yeah I think uh, now we can just focus on, on what we need to focus on on the pitch and, uh, and look forward to trying to trying to finish the season in, um, in strong fashion He said himself it's been a couple of years in the, in the making almost to get a long-term contract you touched on it there that he deserves it I think that's what people probably would say university, wouldn't they? That he deserves that sort of recognition and the chance to build something for a longer period. Yeah, a hundred percent. Obviously, before I was at the club when he came in, he, you know, he got the club in the playoffs, come up short that year. His second season, he got us out of League One, and he's doing a great job this season as well in the Championship. So, um, yeah, the work he's done uh, deserves to be rewarded. In terms of the result tonight, what were your thoughts on it? I mean, you've uh, it seemed Lee was seemed pretty happy with the point after the match. Yeah, I think we have to respect Fulham and they're a top side um, with good players. And uh, yeah, to, to get a point, I think we're we're happy with that. Um, we just we've just got to now make it a good point with with the fixtures we've got coming up and, and make sure we capitalise and, and and get back to winning a few games as well. When you're coming back and you're playing the full game and you've been out for a sort of period of time, are you able to play at the same intensity that you want, or is it kind of managing it to? get through the 90s obviously you've been out for a fair while and then come straight back in and effectively play the full match yeah it's nice it's tough um, obviously you can you can train as much as you want um, but I've only had four sessions training sessions and then to go into a match that you can't replicate against a good Fulham side as well who, who are very good at keeping the ball and comfortable in position it's tough um, on the body but um, I feel good I got through it okay um and yeah, I think I'll benefit from from the game in the ninety minutes and and, and getting my match sharpness back um, and 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 getting back to the level um, that I want to be at um, and and how I felt sort of the, the run before the injury. It feels like a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, Johnny back recently, Lyle back on again today as well. And yourself, it feels like maybe the injuries. Maybe maybe it's been a bit of a corner being turned. Is that fair to say? I mean, it's, it's obviously vital, isn't it, to get more of you guys out on the pitch and available? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, credit to the lads that that stuck at it over Christmas as well when, when bodies were thin. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's good to have players back. Um, yeah, to, to be able to bring Lyle, Johnny and Andre off the bench... They're good subs to be able to bring on, or when when you're trying to go and win a game, and, and you want to freshen things up. So, when everyone's fit, we have got that competition for places, and and, and the manager can, I suppose, afford to rotate things as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good to have bodies back, um, and yeah, now as a group, we've just got to look to push on and, and put a good run together. Week and a half now until your next play, pretty much, isn't it? I think so. 
um, least if some of the players going away. Is that something you'll do as well? Will you take a chance to get a bit of a break or, or not? No, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be in. Um, like I said, I've only only trained four times. Um, yeah. Twice before the Preston game and then... Um, Monday and Tuesday this week, uh, so yeah, I'll be in. I'll yeah, be off tomorrow, and then in Friday, Saturday, training and and like I said, trying to yeah, because I I know I've still got still got work to do to get back to to fully flying and where I want to be. With the window closing sort of fairly soon, do you keep too much of an eye on it? Do you on sort of Sky Sports News or anywhere else have a look around to see what's going on in terms of potential players? Because Lee's obviously saying he wants to bring players in. Yeah, I think as players, you always. I think everyone would be lying if you didn't think about oh, when you see something. And, but I don't think we go looking to see who we're going to bring in. We believe in the squad we've got at the minute. Um, but if the manager wants to add quality to the squad, which it will have to be to, to come into a good squad, then um, yeah, it's only going to make us stronger uh, and the competition for places will be even harder. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, and if we do get a few bodies in, then I'm sure they'll, they'll be coming in to help us out. Uh, just a quick one on the... Uh, on the on the loan situation, you're, you're here at the end of the season. You've not played a lot at the start of the season. I'm rightly thinking your contract at West Ham is up at the end of this season. Do you think you're somewhat wanting to put yourself in that shop window for the next six months? Uh, yeah, I think it's just game by game. Um, I have an option year um, at West Ham that's been triggered, so um, for next year, uh, the club have triggered that. So um, yeah, I'll just take it game by game. I've always said these loans, are, the long-term plan is to improve as a player and go back and play for West Ham. And while I'm still contracted to West Ham, that'll always be the aim. Um, and, and what a great club to do it at the minute. I'm, I'm loving it here. So we played a lot of games, start of the season, then got the in- injury, which is unfortunate, with a busy missing the busy period over Christmas. But now yeah, I'm looking to, to kick on and, and have a strong finish to the season and, and, and help this club out, as well as uh, improving myself. There you go, that's Josh Cullen, a uh, bit of a revelation there at the end that uh, West Ham have triggered uh, a option on his contract for next year now. So uh, as we, we we understood that his contract was going to run that at the end of this season, but now it's going on to next season. Uh, speaking to an expert in, in Richard Corley, and he, he says he understands that it tends to be when a contract is uh, triggered like that, often that would also include a, a wage rise for the player as well. Um, so, I mean, certainly now if we were to try and get Josh in the summer, we'd certainly have to pay a fee. Uh, Richard reckons that would also mean his wages have gone up as well. So um, that's disappointing because I was really hoping now with our with our billions in the in the in the old bank now that we go out and, and, and splash the cash. Yeah, well, I think that sort of ruined my holiday a little bit, but uh, ruined <laughs> my week. But no, he, he he is a West Ham player, just like Connor was. But at least we've they haven't recalled him this time. Mm. Um, but yeah, you can tell you know he's a good player and he's he's he's. he's He's done his time, you know, when he was at Bradford. Was he been in jail, was he? <laughs> I don't know, he might have done. But, you know, he's done time at Bradford and he was here last year and this year. And, you know, I hope if he, does, if he doesn't, if we don't go up, which is looking very unlikely, but you never know. Um, yeah, hopefully I do see him in a premiership next year. I do like to see him. He's a good player. Really I, I, think, I think he'd do a job for West Ham, certainly. He's got so much I energy. Mean, you look at some of the... They might not be in the Premier League next year. Yeah, you know what I mean? Say, yeah. got Mark Noble in there. Like, come on, mate, give Joshua a go. Yeah. Um, I hope Mark Noble don't miss you. That's yeah. another one written off by yeah. Muller. <laughs> another one bites the dust. Yeah, let's imagine like, he's, he's coming to the end of his West Ham contract, looking for a, a bit like Paolo, looking, looking for a little local. Like, oh, Charlton are playing. Let's see what Charlton Live are saying. <laughs> he's oh, Muller said, I ain't coming. Uh, Noble right. sat at home in his pants. Yeah, I'll, I'll go somewhere else where I'm wanted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, someone who wasn't wanted, of course, uh, at the Valley, uh, Scott Parker, uh, back in the day, uh, <laughs> managing Fulham yesterday. Um, strange one. I mean, he absolutely broke my heart when he left, yeah. and I reacted very badly. I left. A, I went on a tour of Stamford Bridge. I've told this story many times. But I went on a tour of Stamford Bridge not long after uh, with school, uh, and left a note for him in the change room, and also went round the club shop and hid all the Scott Parker shirts behind uh, other players like Jeremy and stuff. Uh, so I didn't take it too well. Um, but obviously he's come back now. All water under the bridge. Uh, Spoke to him after the game uh, yesterday. And actually, I just asked him uh, how it felt for him to be back at the Valley. Yeah, it always brings back good memories here. Obviously, I, I don't get the best of receptions here when I come back, but this is I have nothing but fond memories here. And it was a great time for me and a great place for me and God, give me an opportunity. And I like to think that every time I, I put a Charlton shirt on, I give him everything I can. And um, So, yeah, it's always, always good to come back. Yeah, so only a brief uh, clip from 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 Scott Parker. Um, your views, Nathan? Did you boo him yesterday? Were you throwing stuff? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Don't know what that noise was about. No, do you know what I was like? Yeah, like honestly, going up because I was in secondary school when we were in the Premiership, and watching him was something that you know he was just unreal. I can't explain how good he was. And when he left, yeah, I was gutted. Um, at the time, I didn't take it well, but. It is what it is, but I mean, the first couple of times he come back, especially when as a player, you give him the old. Yeah, egg. and he's smacked that but, one in from thirty yards. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, no, it's you know, it's football. You know, you you, you get you get on with it, don't you? Mm. And uh, you know, I don't have hold anything against him. I wish him well, apart from when he's against us. So, mm. and beating us this year though, is he? No, nah. rubbish. Um, uh, we had a tweet in from uh, Martin actually said I think we need a central defender more than anything else uh, Saar is not dominant enough and Pierce is uh, looking his age in this uh, division I think that's more of a priority uh, in in Martin's opinion going into the transfer window your views Tom on that I mean, I mean I said we're not we're not the worst defence in the championship by any stretch of the imagination there's a fair few teams who've conceded more than us but at the same time you know I, yesterday was our first clean sheet in a very long time so Pros and cons in the defence, if we put it that way. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset to see another central defender come in, but I disagree that it's the priority. I think there are other areas we need to strengthen first. I think we'll probably get through to the end of this season with the defenders we've got. Um, but I do think, obviously, with Sars' contract up in the summer, I do agree a little bit about Pierce. although, again, I thought he was very good last night. So I think in the summer that is somewhere that we're going to need to invest in, but... For the rest of this season, I think we're probably okay. Um, and like I say, if we were only going to get two or three in between now and the end of the window, I think I would rather get players in in other areas first and then look to strengthen that mm. in the summer. But I, I do think it's an area we need to consider. Yeah, the seven teams uh, who... Uh, us and Cardiff have both conceded 41. The seven teams who conceded more, including Luton Town, who conceded a spectacular 61 goals... <laughs> which is 20 more than us uh, and 40 more than Brentford, who have the best defence in the division with 21. That's a Mad. remarkable stat from Luton Town. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're, we're looking at that, at that at that championship table. Luton, can't see them saying, like, you're shipping that amount of goals. Wigan in a bit of trouble. Barnsley aren't looking too good either. Got beat 3-0 at home mm-hmm. by Preston, which makes our result at Preston look a little bit better the other day. You know, we're, we're going into this window now. We know exactly what we need to do in terms of the rest of the season. What are you thinking? A couple of loans, maybe one permanent, and then that should see us through. And then, then we'll really see what this lot are up to in the summer. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like you, like you say, what you don't do is overload the squad and then just paying money uh, to players that ain't going to improve you, and they're just going to be sitting there on the sixteen or can't even get in a match squad. So, um, yeah, I still think 
yeah, striker, central midfielder, and I agree with Mark in terms of a a, cent- a central defender. Said so that I'd like that to be alone. I like someone similar to, you know, I think Michael Hector was a bit. He was, when you put him under pressure, he made a few mistakes. But I think we lack a real ball playing defender. I know Naby's a bit more technical, but someone with a bit more composure than, than Lockie and Piercy. But and that, but that's my opinion, and possibly a left back now because can't rely on Ben and Alfie to. Um, do it all season. I just think we need something because the only thing with me is when when Ben plays and Souls, you ain't really going to get a lot going forward. Whereas Matthews, I like Matthews; he's growing on me. Mm. But on the left hand side, I just think we need someone with a bit more quality. Like Page, who's got good good cross on him. Yeah, I imagine if Adam Matthews is currently sat at home in his pants listening, he'll be he'll be delighted. Yeah. He'll be delighted for the uh, Christmas card for me. The, the recommendation uh, from Nathan. So we're not going to be on Sunday, but we'll be back in next Thursday with a preview for the Barnsley game, which is huge. But also that'll Massive. be the day day before transfer deadline. Don't mm. have to get my get my Atlas, my <laughs> calendar out. My Atlas, uh, I got I know where the ground is already. But um, and, and uh, I mean that could be that could be pretty big. Um, uh, do you feel confident that we'll, we'll get the bodies in we need? Because there hasn't been a great deal of movement, not just us, around the championship yet. I mean, we need, we do need a couple more. That's the thing. I think genuinely it's been quite a quiet transfer window just, just across English football. Um, so, yeah, I kind of agree with what Boya said. A lot of it happens towards the end of the window. Um, so I think players will start to come in. He said it was about... For a lot of players, it was about his contract. That's now done, so there's no excuse now. We've got the list, we've got the players. Uh, sorry, we've got the contract now. So it's about getting those players in. Southall's obviously keen to do it. I'm sure his excellency is as well, in as much as he's involved. So, yeah, it's. I'd be very, very surprised. Obviously, let's play this again next Thursday, but I'd be very surprised if we get to next Thursday show and we haven't brought someone in. Make it an exciting show, though, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, right, we've run out of time on the, the first ever Charlton Live big match review. <laughs> uh, it took me ages to come up with that now. I'm really pleased with that. And uh, So we won't be here on Sunday. There's no game over the weekend, so we're going to have a, a little break-off. Don't forget, though, if you want to go and watch the women's team in the FA Cup, I'm going to be down there at the Oakwood in Crayford on Sunday. Uh, they're playing Chelsea. So it's, I mean, that's a real tough test. One of the, the top three sides in the, in the Super League. Um, Chelsea will bring a lot of fans as well so make sure you go on the women's team website to pre-book your tickets for that one uh, get down there to the Oakwood support the girls let's hope they can pull off the, the, the biggest of all shocks um, right <clears throat> thank you to Tom and Nathan for being here my voice has failed right at the very end <laughs> good, <time. laughs> good job it's happened here right at the start isn't it yeah no cheers yeah, no, I think cheers, cheers. <laughs> cheers bye I've been Louis Mendes uh, this has been Charlton Live. I uh, look forward to speaking to you again and next Thursday. We'll see you later.
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.